Hey, what's up, everybody? This is episode 22 of the One Question Podcast, where we take a look at some of life's most difficult questions, one question at a time. I'm David, joined by my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, everyone. And today we're with Pastor Jerry. How's it going? Hey, it's fantastic. Always good to be here. Glad Gosh, to have you. you like blend in with the microphone and the headphones. I know. I got the Johnny Cash look today. <laughs> um, well, hey, you guys, we're so glad that y'all are joining us. Wherever you're at in your journey with God, however you got to be listening to this episode, maybe you're spiritually curious and have a lot of questions about who God is. Maybe you've recently decided to follow Jesus, or maybe you've been walking with God a long time. Whatever that looks like for you, we are so glad y'all are here and look forward to having a conversation. Yeah. 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 It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. (laughs) Today's question, is it okay to be mad at God? Well, I never get mad at anyone or anything, so this really just doesn't apply to me. Life is always perfect. My kids would tell you I'm very calm. Peaceful. I'm sure that's what your kids and wife would say. No yelling ever (laughs) in my house. Um, yeah, I mean, is it okay to be mad at God? That's kind of a heavy question because we get mad at a lot of things. Right. I mean, I got mad. I was at Panera today and they didn't put croutons in my salad. And I'm like, so mad. Over and you're this. probably already back here by I'm, the time you realize I'm it. all about the croutons. And so I was just really Gotta have the crunch. Gotta know? have the crunch. Yeah. A good I salad. think I think it tells us when they leave croutons off your salad in the Bible that you're supposed to flip tables. Or was that a different context? I different think, context. I read that, though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you did know more than Pastor Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the um, that question, the first thing that I think of is, can I really control my emotions? Like that, like right. I follow up the, <laughs> I answered the question with another question is like, can I really control my feelings about certain issues? If I feel a certain way, and, and I think that God's going to know how I feel anyway, whether I say it outwardly or just feel it inwardly. So, Right. I, I think our emotions happen because God gave us emotions. Mm. And so uh, learning how to deal with our emotions and maybe appropriately express our emotions is important. But emotions are going to happen, right? I was saying before, if like you hit your finger with a hammer, an emotion is going to occur, right? Sure. You're going to feel something. You're going to say some words. <laughs> Maybe but some not nice words. <laughs> some not so nice words. So, But if you didn't verbalize them, God would know you were going to think those words anyway, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, But I think if you, look at, if you look in the Bible, there are just lots of examples of uh, good, faithful people mm. who um, had ex- at least expressed anger toward God. And you think of Job who has served God all of his life and tried to do everything right. And then all of a sudden it's like overnight he loses everything. Mm. And, you know, in that moment, you know, it's like, in fact, I'm using your Bible, David. Ooh, Pastor no. Jerry, you didn't bring your own Bible? You're, I didn't even bring my own Bible. Well, I'm so I think mad we know, so, right think we know from, who the better Christian is. <laughs> like from Job chapter 30, he says, talking to God, he says, you turned on me ruthlessly. Mm. With the might of your hand, you attacked me. You snatch me up and drive me before the wind. You tossed me about in the storm. Surely no one lays a hand on a broken man when he cries for help in his distress. Mm. Sounds angry. Yeah, sounds very angry. But that's just one example of many in the Bible where um, people did express the emotion of anger. Well, and I think we can start a little bit at let's define anger because is anger in and of itself bad? Mm. You know, like are there healthy versions of anger and unhealthy versions of anger? Absolutely. 
Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. To me, that means anger is going to be, it is an emotion, but there are appropriate ways in which we express that. And I mean, if you think about it, anger has been used in a lot of ways to do a lot of beautiful things in the world where people just got angry at something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do something about it. I'm just sure. not going to sit here and be angry. I'm going to do something about that injustice in the world. Absolutely. So anger can be used in very positive ways. I would think about, like when I was younger, our, our coaches in sports, they would try to make us angry on purpose so that then we would rally with each other and then be more productive and, and learn to to grow together as a team in a way. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, I think you can use anger to be a, a, a positive thing. But in, in the moment of when something catastrophic happens in your life, I think that's kind of what we're dealing with in this question a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so just being a little transparent before we move on to some of the specifics with this, like when is the last time y'all were maybe not mad at God, but dealt with some anger with God? Mm-hmm. Or we're mad at God. Well, that's very recent. I mean, we just had a celebration of life service for a, a mother, 47 years old, of two kids who um, who was just beginning a nonprofit to help some of the most broken and hurting children in the world. She went to sleep one night and never woke up. And just, just such a tragedy. And uh, once again, it's just... It's one of those things where you you feel angry. It just seems so unfair, you know? What about y'all? I mean, for me, it was also the death of a young person, and I just thought, man, why? Like, I don't understand this. And and I think that for me, the way I talked to God about that particular situation was that just, I don't like this. And I think I think I remember saying those words, and God's probably like, I don't care. But I just thought, (laughs) I just thought, I. God, I don't like this. Help me deal with this. But yeah. I do not like the way this happened. And why would you do this? Right. And and I think looking for, and again, I was kind of removed from the situation. I wasn't, it wasn't a direct, direct impact. Um, but it was right. people that we love and, and care for. And I still felt that that moment of anger. And I just tried to seek understanding in it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and... It's funny, my, well, it's not funny, it's sad, but my example is also the death of someone young. And so I think that what to me is such a common thread is like we're all experiencing what we feel is injustice, a life cut short, that maybe it's not necessarily, God, I'm so mad at you, but it's kind of like, I'm mad that this happened. I'm mad that someone who deserved what I deem a long, healthy life that was taken from them. I'm mad that the people left behind have to deal with this. And so, yeah, what I love about our God is we don't have to just come to him when we're perfect and when we have it all together, but we can come to him. Thank God for that. Thank God literally for that. Yeah, that he welcomes those conversations that we, like a friend, like a counselor, we can go to and say, you know, like David was saying, I, I don't like this. Like, that's a beautiful prayer to God. And that was, when, when we were thinking through this question, that was one of the things that I thought of, and I think about, like, you know, we're taught the Lord's Prayer and, like, how we should pray. But is there a certain way we should, I don't want to say come at God, but is there a certain way we should? <laughs> Ooh, we're we real should, mad. Yeah, we should, you're real mad if you're well, coming at yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a, is there a certain way that we should approach God when it, when it comes to our anger? Is there a certain 
formula, I guess. Well, I, I think one of the things for me is just that sense of openness and honesty. Mm. I mean, it's like you said before, he already, in a, in a sense, knows your heart. Yeah. But there's something authentic and real and loving about a relationship where you can express that and know that it ultimately doesn't threaten the relationship, mm. but that you're, you're open and honest enough that you can share, you know. Because what if God just said, I only want you to come to me when everything's perfect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, uh, and the Bible says basically God meets us in our mess. Mm. And so, yeah, I, that's to me... Yeah, I mean, I think of some of the most bonding times and the bonding friendships that I've developed, and it was through, you know, either death of a loved one or tragedy struck or whatever that looked like, the, you know, cancer diagnosis. Like, those are the most real, raw moments. Mm -hmm. And so I can't imagine not being able to go to God in those real, raw moments, how surfacey that relationship would would be. be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I think that goes beyond anger as an emotion. You know, I had a friend, um, we actually talked about this very recently. We went through a little bit of a, uh, there was a difficult situation that came up between us. And we talked about how that helped us addressing it openly and honestly helped us grow in our relationship with one another. And if we can do that with humans, imagine what that intimacy would look like with our, our creator of the universe, you know, right. that knows everything. And, and if we approach God in that way, just how different and how much better that would make our prayer life. You know? Well, and plus, if you think about it this way, that when you experience that emotion of anger at an injustice or, a, or a unfairness about life, the truth is, if you just stuff that down, mm. then it it usually leads to even deeper things like depression, but anger expressed, you know, in an appropriate way allows us to eventually move towards healing in a relationship with a situation. So yeah, I, I think that, you know. Yeah, and I think okay. I think anger with God, anger at God, like I think to stay there is where we get into trouble. Yes. Like when we stay in this anger at God. But um, I love, I was reading this article earlier that talked about like when we are angry and, you know, let's get that out. Let's talk through that. Let's speak how we feel, but then not staying there and instead looking at, hey, what are some of God's promises? Yes. What does scripture say about who God is? Mm -hmm. And, And instead of keeping our eyes on the situation when we're mad, shifting our eyes to who God is. Yeah, I love that. I think that's fantastic because, yeah, because that anger can lead, you know, I think like when it says in the Bible, it says, be angry, but do not sin. Paul goes on to say, don't give the enemy a foothold in your life by allowing the sun to go down on your anger. To me, that kind of says, don't allow yourself to stay in that place of anger. That is definitely unhealthy for a relationship, unhealthy for you as well. And um, because anger can take us different places, right? It can, like I say, it can change the world by being, directing it in a positive way. And sometimes it can lead us to real places of bitterness and resentment. That's what I was going to say. And you never yeah. want anger to define your relationship with God, right? Right. Because there will be moments, but, you know, remembering the promises of God, he is for us. Even if we don't understand why in the moment, he is for us. Yeah, I remember um, my mentor, she lost her husband suddenly to a heart attack. 
And I remember she told me that night her sisters came over to be with her and they didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to say, but she asked them, she was like, will you just read to me scripture about who God is? And I think that, you know, part of the reason we get mad at God is because we forget who he is is. and we forget his promises. So in that moment when she had every right to be so angry at God to cut her husband's life short, her husband who didn't know Jesus who she was attempting to share Jesus with, you know, she had every right to be angry, but instead she replaced that room for Satan to get a foothold with, okay, I just, I literally need someone to tell me who God is because I can't fathom, I can't think it right now. Exactly. And she told me that was one of the most beautiful moments of her life was her sisters just reading, you know, love is patient, love is kind, Mm -hmm. you know, God is for you, God is faithful, he never leaves you, um, and so I just, I've, I always think about that when I think of getting angry at God. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, are there certain things we're not allowed to say? You know, like, is there a, I guess. A line to be drawn. Is there a line in the sand <laughs> like where it's say, like, you can say, God, uh-uh. I'm kind of mad at you, but you can't say I'm so, <laughs> it's like, so ticked off. It's like, uh-oh, I, I messed up at that point, well, you know. Yeah, I would hope we, the relationships with people that we really trust, and I would hopefully that that's super important with God is that we're never constantly living in fear like, oh, I crossed the line or I didn't, you know, that there's just that sense that we can share in those moments. But if you think about it this way, I've always heard this and I've loved this. God is bigger than whatever it is that we might be angry about. It's kind of like if you get angry with me, I'm going to get, I'm going to blame you or I might get defensive or hurt and, God's bigger than that, Absolutely. right? And so, you know, I think God is big enough to handle any of the emotions that we might throw his way. It's, it's just, once again, like Lindsay said, we don't want that to define it, the relationship. We don't want to live in that place because mm-hmm. that would not be healthy. But we are going to feel some of those things. Right. So. And um, I think that it's important to think about in terms of maybe some of you are listening and you don't really have that close relationship with God something catastrophic happens in your life, how do we deal with that in the sense of like, if there's somebody that doesn't have that relationship with God or if they are maybe just beginning that relationship with God, is this a space that we can grow? You know what I mean? Like, is, is it, because I, I like what we're talking about where we can't live in that space of anger because if we do, then anger turns into something else. It turns into resentment and resentment is going to just create a bigger and bigger divide. But maybe we're new to that relationship. How do we deal with something really awful happening in our lives and we don't fully have that developed relationship between us and God yet. Yeah. I mean, for me, the biggest part about an ability to be angry in a moment with God is knowing that ultimately he is for me Mm. and that he loves me. And I see that at the cross where Jesus died for us. That is the ultimate expression of God's being for us. And so, you know, coming from from a relationship with the Lord, that's the only way I know to be able to handle it. Right. Because if you if you don't have that relationship, it can feel at times like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like I mean, that's the pillar. That's the foundation of building that growing relationship is mm-hmm. that, you know. 
Yeah. And I was going to ask kind of similarly, you know, I'm sure there are some people (coughs) listening or maybe a friend sent you to this to you because you are going through something tragic and you're experiencing Mm -hmm. feelings of anger um, towards God. You know, what would you say to someone who's like, you know, I was angry at God 10 years ago because some tragedy happened and I've yet to return to God. Um, what would you say it would look like for them to take steps back towards God and kind of release some of that anger that's been built up? Well, it's never a healthy place to allow your anger to define your life. Mm. I mean, that's a lonely, that's a lonely kind of unhealthy place to be. And I think we've all met people, whether it's God or someone else, their life is just kind of defined by their bitterness, their resentment. They, you know, have isolated themselves from everybody. That's just not a healthy place to be. And Lindsay, one of the things you said earlier is sometimes we just need to be reminded of God's promises in his heart for us when we can't really see his hand at work. Because mm. life's going to sometimes feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that, yeah, it's it's never too late to turn back to God to say, hey, I... I admit it, I have been angry at you and I've really struggled with this, but I don't want to carry that burden anymore. Like the second we take one step towards Jesus, he takes the other 99, you know, like it just takes this tiny moment of, yeah, I don't want to be angry anymore that God will be like, yeah, absolutely. I don't want you to either. I want you to experience freedom from, because essentially at the end of the day, anger, it's when it has control over your heart and life, that's what we're talking about. It's you're a slave to that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most beautiful pictures, and I think y'all even mentioned this maybe one of the previous podcasts, but just the story of the prodigal son, because the implication you get is when the son is coming back, the father is already looking out over the horizon because, you know, he longs to see his child return to him, regardless of what they've experienced or gone through or felt about him. So... And thankfully, you know, we have that resentment and we have that anger towards God at times or towards the situation, but God doesn't return that anger at us, I don't think. Right. I think I think we're met we're met in those places of deep hurt and pain with the grace mm-hmm. that, that God always gives us. And I think that that is just so, so beautiful and something that really sets that relationship apart is the idea that we're, we're not going to be, it's not going to be reciprocated. Thank goodness, right? Because <laughs> so yeah, if God were to get angry at us for the things we deserve to be angry oh at, my gosh. Ooh, we'd be in trouble. We'd yeah. be smited <laughs> long ago. Um, well, as we close, I I want to end with this verse from Isaiah fifty five eight and nine. It says, "You know, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways," declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm. Um, And I know that maybe if you chose to listen to this podcast, it's either because you are mad at God right now or you've been through a season where you're mad Mm -hmm. or you know someone who is. And we just want to encourage you that it's okay to be there, but it's not okay to stay there Um, and that we can trust who God is and trust the plans that he has for us um, and lean into his love in moments of frustration because his ways are higher and we don't have to understand. We just can trust um, who he is. So, David, thanks for being here. Pastor Jerry, always a pleasure. Love being with you guys. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us.